Welcome to episode 21. It is the local podcast. I'm Charlene. I'm Justin. And we have Adina and Alan in the house from Corks and Cattle, Enterprise, Alabama. Hi, you guys. What up? What up? How's so, it going? Uh, we don't have to get off topic what we were just talking about. Okay. So I went to the beach today. Oh, yeah. You know, because be what's happening. Sure. I went and supported local beach commerce. That's right. I bought two paddle boards. Good for you. I frolicked That's awesome. in the ocean. Let me. Okay, what you buy? All day. Uh, you know, two, board, yeah. two, two yellow boards. Two yellow boards, but inflatable. All right. Inflatable oh, kind. Okay. So they're like yeah. double as a mattress if you need to go camping. Pretty much. Yeah, that's cool. Or if someone wants to spend the, spend yeah. the night. Yeah. 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 You can't You just don't inflate yeah. them all the way. Yeah, yeah. A little there bit. you go. Yeah, that's I, need, I yeah. need that. So, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll leave it at that. And then I didn't have to, I don't have to have the rack. Yeah. All that. They <laughs> oh, oh, that's cool. I mean, I already well, have a rack, okay, but yeah, I don't need like a rack rack. They just come in a bag. Yeah. Yeah, it comes in a backpack, a big giant backpack. And it comes yeah. with a pump and your uh, that's a, paddle. That's a really good investment this time of year around there, especially this week because you're not supposed to be actually in the water. <laughs> yeah, so I frolicked in the water all day. So what day. you're saying is they have small racks. <laughs> they do have yes. small racks. Okay, they have all size racks, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at the yeah, beach. Yeah. I'm pouring more wine. They're displayed yeah. different ways depending <laughs> on what just where you're clarifying. Um, yeah, and then I came back and you like rained all over my awesome yeah. paddle boarding parade by telling me that I may have flesh eating bacteria You got that dookie right bacteria now. all over you. Oh, um, So be careful going to the beach this now? weekend. I she still has think a nice tan. I nice still tan. Think looks good. It's, it's blotchy. Yeah. Come on. It's, it's nice. I have this Irish skin. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't well, have like your yeah. Indian skin. Mm. I have this. Yeah, it's beautiful. Pale. Is it's that beautiful. even PC? Are we allowed to say that? You she's, have beautiful Native pale. American skin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I that's have, PC. That's PC. <laughs> ruddy Irish skin. You look beautiful. It's more PC beautiful. than what we were referring to yeah, the folks really, last time mm-hmm. as during the podcast. This is yeah, true. Yeah, this is what we can <laughs> But we're also really good friends with this dude, so we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be fine. I do think, yeah, I do think so that bacteria I, thing is going to be, it's going to come out that it's a hoax, I think. Yeah, well, is be, it a hoax? I don't know. My leg? I, I no, don't. Somebody, it was on Facebook like I a few times. Okay, that, but I didn't. I'm sorry. I think, it's, I think it's BS. I'll be down there this weekend. Yeah, it's I'm headed 100% down there yellow flags right now. Mm-hmm. There's not like a poop flag. Mm-hmm. They said there are signs everywhere there. saying do not swim. Whatever. Whatever. No. Or your foot's going to get eaten <laughs> by the devil. sign. Crazy. Crazy. I don't know. I think you're a liar. You're a big fat liar, Justin. All right, so let's get into <laughs> Corks and Cattle. Well, that's what we're talking about. Uh, Dina, I've known you for a super long time. We've been friends for a long time. I'm sorry about that. You don't that. have to read the notes on that. Don't <laughs> read so those sorry notes. about that. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. not read that. Don't, don't read into the, <laughs> to the itinerary. As long as I've known you, this is you've always talked about own, opening your own wine shop. Well, I thought I've talked about drinking wine. Well, Maybe no. not opening up my own we, wine we shop. We were drinking wine. Yeah. yeah. No, but yes, you always I said you it. wanted to have mm-hmm. your own shop and you wanted to do wines in the whole nine yards. Yes, I love it. I have a passion for it. It's just um, there's a lot of beauty in that. There's a lot of intimidation in that. And my whole thing was to cut through the intimidation and just make it easily accessible something that everyone can enjoy experience and not feel you know scared to even yeah to even um venture toward because Uh, it is there's there's a lot out there i get overwhelmed oh sure uh it's super overwhelming for someone who doesn't know a lot about wine i i just have always been a beer girl but even beer is becoming 
overwhelming now because well, there's so many IPAs. And right. I wasn't a beer girl, and now I have experienced so many wonderful craft beers that yeah. I'm so excited about beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So beer and meat pairing, beer well, and cheese pairing. Just a little bit on craft beer. You know, years ago. Did you uh, say crap beer or crap beer? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm giving yeah, it back to you. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> he deserved that. That's awesome. Thank you, Charlene. Craft beer. Craft beer. Okay, with an L. Okay. Enunciate. Yeah. It's not Walmart. <laughs> it's. Yeah, but one, one thing about the different beers, you know, years ago, we had the standard beers. Right. We had your, basically your name brand beers. Right. And that's what we grew up on. Yeah, Bud Light and PBR. and There's now in a bottle, my Miller, Miller, Miller Light, Budweiser, yeah. right. you know, all mm-hmm. the different things. But now there's so many people that are getting into the brewing of different beers with the different flavors. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, there's, there's so many different varieties of these beers. There's seasonal beers. There's, you know, your regular beers that they try to regenerate as mm-hmm. far as what we're used to. But... There's so many varieties that it's really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But the one thing about the craft beers is that you you really have to experience those beers. And the one thing that I tell people when they come in to, to buy or purchase a beer or drink a beer mm-hmm. or take a beer with them, the one thing that you don't want to do is take a sip of a beer and go, I don't like it. Yeah, that. it's like smoking. It's like wine. Smoking though. a cigar. And smoking the first like yeah. half inch and be like, no, this is not for because me. Because the difference in the, the beers, beers oxidize really, like wines do. Yeah, yeah. they change. They open up. I didn't know that. Yep. Whis- whiskey actually do. does that too. Yep, absolutely. Love if you, it. If you if you take a crap beer that's really cold, as you drink that beer and as it warms up, the flavor of the beer. Look how Europe drinks beer. A, a lot more. Room temperature Warm. out of the yeah. gate. Right, and there's hmm. a lot of beers that are, I guess, built and designed to be. Drink. Like summer fruity ales, here and there. yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's a beauty like thicker, in it and chilling it. When you look in the, the south, we we talk about drinking a beer. We talk about drinking a cold beer, right? Yeah. And a cold beer is great, but when you're looking at a craft beer, it's a completely different concept. Oh yeah. I mean, you it's might take that first Glass. sip and you go, "I don't like this," mm-hmm. but if you let that beer open like. up and you drink, and that's one thing that I tell people constantly: mm-hmm. drink the entire beer. And by the time you get to the end of the beer, if you don't like it, then you don't like yeah. it. But most of the time, by the time people get to the end of the beer, they experience all the flavors of the beer, mm-hmm. and it it really it absolutely and it's like a wine, like Dana said, it it changes. As it opens up and you start experiencing those flavors and it warms up. It's really the only way to experience what that brewer meant for you to experience. Right. And and there's nothing that's saying that by the time you get to the end of the beer, you're going to like the beer. Sure. But you can't appreciate the beer until you completely consume the mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, I do not like IPAs at all, and I could drink but there's a, there's a one thing all about, the way through. But there's a thing about IPAs. There, there, there are so many IPAs yeah. out there. That you can take an IPA and you can pour with it and, and say it's a really cold, and when you mm-hmm. pour it, you get the nose on it the same as you do a wine. Mm-hmm. And typically, an IPA on the nose is going to be very strong and it's going to be very forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going to smell. And a lot of times, it's going to smell grapefruity. Mm-hmm. But you can take a double IPA and a regular IPA, but as you drink those beers and those beers warm up, those flavors will immerse yep. and, and you're going to get a completely different flavor from the start of the beer to the end of the beer 
I just have to drink them. I got to microwave my IPAs, I think. Is the but I, don't <laughs> <laughs> but here, the thing I also don't drink just beer a lot anyway. Point out, a lot of times you will see an IPA and a double IPA. Mm-hmm. And some people look at a double IPA and go, I can't drink that because it's going to be twice as hoppy yeah. as a regular IPA. But not in as essence, it, it's not. It, it's, to me, it's a less hoppy beer. Really? Mm-hmm. I would have absolutely yep. been that person yeah. that was like, mm-mm. I can't no, stand them. A mm-hmm. long time, if nice. you don't like an IPA, you're going to love a double IPA. Huh. Does that mean it's like double filtered or? I don't know exactly. If it's you should have Googled that before we came. Yeah, that's a Jeremy Pate question. We'll, <laughs> we'll hit him later. Hear me text Jeremy. Phone him in. How did, now how, Alan, how did you and Dina meet and become partners for Corks and Cattle? Well, I was a strip dancer in a club. <laughs> figured. She was already paying the bills anyway. You might as well just yeah, move just that just into the daylight. Paycheck, yeah. yeah, she was throwing dollar bills. And, uh, <laughs> that's what called it. <laughs> dollar bill. Yep. Do you like wine? Now, Do you and I beer? have yeah. known each other for a long, a long time. time. And, and mm-hmm. actually, when we, we decided to go into this business, we both are from Dothan. Mm-hmm. And we looked at a local business that was for sale that basically did the same thing that what we did. Mm-hmm. Not we, we do now. They were doing their own thing, and we changed our thing up a little bit. Anyway, I think I know what the business was. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah, going sure. to And so, you <laughs> know, we, we looked at that, and we pursued that, and we were <clears throat> in pursuit of that. And I had actually looked at it first, and then Dina had looked at it. I think I looked at it first. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is this like a competition? I can see how this partnership. Okay. I think this is where I actually met yeah. Dina. We're, we're looking actually, pretty good right so now. What I'm, so what I'm, <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying, she wins. So, 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 we'll go. Go, we'll go so you decided to, instead of doing one in Dothan, you guys decided well, to do we, it in we Enterprise. we looked at the one in Dothan. Right. And we actually pursued that. And we that was something we were, you know, actually really looking at doing in Dothan. Mm-hmm. And then... There were certain circumstances in that building that were, or in that business, that we couldn't move as quickly sure. as we wanted to do. We couldn't do as the things we wanted to do, like wine tastings, because right. the building was too small to legally do wine tastings. Oh, okay. Also, um, Dothan is a little oversaturated with this kind of industry. Oh, Enterprise absolutely. has nothing, and it's So we had an opportunity to come up in Enterprise. Yeah, you kick the door yeah. down, and you're yeah, the only absolutely. game in town. Mm-hmm. And so we looked at that, yeah. and we thought, okay, we can bring the same venue to another city. Absolutely. You know, in close It's a 20-minute drive, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we can, you know, we can start from there, and we can actually build our own brand. We can build our own brand and start from there. Absolutely. Um, so why did you choose the the building that you guys have now on Main Street? I love well, that building. It's fantastic. Yeah, you guys did well, a The building job. is nice. By the, the Bull Weasel yeah, Monument, by the, the way. The people that had the building previously had a similar type business in that building. Mm-hmm. And they were looking for somebody. They were looking to, to sell their business and somebody to come in there and kind of sustain that business and just take it to a different level. I think I can answer this question better. You probably can. <laughs> um, All right, ma'am, mm. you down in front. Yeah. Your hand up. <laughs> you have the money. Oh, I think my boot popped out. Sorry. That's now it's a party. Cut. Um, so, <laughs> anywho, um, the people that own this business, I've known for a long time. My baby sister went to school with the, the girl that had the, the business, right. which was um, Vino Vino's. Right. Oh, I yeah, used to right. visit them. I love Vino Vino's. <clears throat> yes. Well, they were right beside the Rawls when they first opened. Loved them. Patronized them. Mm-hmm. Went to wine tastings. I had a, a dear friend, Lainey. You remember Lainey? Uh huh. Um, who was a wine rep, and she would go do wine tastings there. So I would go with her or meet her there. 
and they moved across the street, had their own building. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt you. Um, had their own building, and so I went to wine tastings there and loved their format, loved everything about that building. Mm-hmm. They had done a beautiful job redoing it, and I had always told the person that owned it, if you ever want to sell, because she started having babies, and when she started, y'all, she had one baby, two babies, three babies, Here's four babies, five babies. She's going to have a basketball wow. team one of these days. A apart each. What? Mm-hmm, girl, mm-hmm. It was a it was the wine. Yeah, it was Probably. the wine. And the, and the craft beer. So anyway, you know, she just had her hands full and didn't want to do that that part of the, the business anymore. Wanted to be a, a stay-at-home mom, which uh. I can understand with five babies. So she wanted to sell, and I happened to be there. Hi. Oh, so, winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, winning, winning. So um, that's Score. how we... That's how we Score. came about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Corks and Cattle, what exactly do you guys do there? Oh, Jesus. I mean, I know, but I want to, like, for those people <laughs> who haven't been there, okay, well, what you walk What in, is your business model, basically? Right. Uh, Not so what many, actually goes on there. Uh, That's uh, an experience uh, question. Dang, dang. <laughs> That's well, an experience I, question. I had the answer, and then just, pfft. You um, well, we, well, I'll, I'll start, and you can finish, because you like to always finish my sentences, I know. Um, People come in every day. Are you guys a restaurant? Oh, yeah. We are not you know a that, restaurant. That neon sign outside that says butcher shop kind of is indicative of what we do inside. Oh, Although we have had two people say, oh, I well, thought actually, I said barber. Well, <laughs> Somebody, Lord. have you been drinking already? Let's talk oh, about man. the name a little bit. We went Cors and, back and, and cattle. That was that was tough. That was yeah. tough. I mean. I love the name. Yeah, How yeah. did you come up with My that? My baby sister Amy, Bruce Sanders, said... That name is awful. That name will never what? stick. Nobody what? will like it. Mm-hmm. She was wrong. Well, I, have a, says wrong I have a li- But actually, was, I mean, yes. there, there was a lot of names before that name. They, they were bad. We, yeah, they were bad, we, I mean, y'all. we went back and forth, back and forth. They were so bad. You know, we wanted something to stand out. We wanted something to stand out that basically represented what we did. Right. And courts and cattle, you know, we wanted to do the wine and the, and butcher, the butcher shop, shop. yeah. Oh, we yeah. were doing the wine. We were but doing we the wine. Be, but in the same sense, we wanted to be unique in what we did. Right. Uh, and I know that even with choosing a name, a lot of times it seems like you're a restaurant. Sure. But, but well, there we is went, a cork we and cow in Tennessee that we is a restaurant. For about a month. Which we didn't know. Uh, and then Dana came up and she said, okay, what about corks and cattle? And I thought about that. Because I want to eat me some cow and I want to drink me some wine. Well, that sounds doesn't? like a plan. I but know. It, but it, it, it actually fit everything yeah. that we wanted to do. It did. So, corks and cattle. So, meat, wine, and beers. Right. Uh, so, you come in and like tell me about the meat selection. Well, the meat selection we do the we do the same as a lot of local businesses. We do a certified Angus beef, which is twenty one age, mm-hmm. or twenty one day age beef. And what that is, you know, when you if you go into a, a grocery store, that's not the kind of beef that you can buy. If you go into a high end restaurant where you do a certain type of beef, that's the kind of beef they sell. Yeah, a twenty one day age beef is the upper choice brand of beef. Uh, and what they do, there's only so many processors that make that beef in the United States, and it has a higher grade standard than your average beef. If you go into a grocery store and buy a beef, you're going to get a fresh cut of beef. There's no mm-hmm. question about that, but it's going to be fresh. 
It's not going to be aged. It's not going to be aged. And, and That's why simply so because red, when you go in those type of venues, you know, they're, you know, what they want to do is they want to rotate their beef as quickly as possible. Yeah. So they're going to offer you a fresh cut of beef. A 21-day aged beef is different in the sense that when you get that beef, it's been aged before you get it. Mm -hmm. And so what that does, that creates a marbling process in the beef. It creates a a unique flavor in the beef that when you sell that beef, you're getting the type of beef that when you go to one of your higher-end steak restaurants. That's what they're using. That's what they're going to use. And that's why you pay the premium price for Mm -hmm. it. But you're you're getting a premium flavor. Absolutely, and you also can't get it anywhere else around. Absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is a dumb question. I'm sure I'm for some sh- of you. Show your lady. But for a I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say, if I were to take a new steak that I bought at the grocery store and okay. set it on my counter for 21 days. No. Oh, no, babe, no. No, no I know. Counter. That's what I'm saying. So how does in your fridge? In your fridge. Can you can, you can? cure it? Yeah. You can. Well, here's the difference. Here's the difference in that. When you take somebody that does a 21-day age of beef, they look, they look for certain criteria within the beef That's true. It's a different before cut. they grade it. Yeah. And what they do, I mean, they, they have, like the CAB has a 10-step criteria that they use. Mm-hmm. And they look at that beef, and they look at certain qualities of that beef before they ever grade it from day one. Okay. As to what it's going to be 21 days from now. And they're, you know, you're, you're talking one in 50 that's going to make that cut. And huh. that other that's 50 that you're talking about, that's what you're going to buy in the grocery store. At Publix or And wherever. I'm not saying that their beef is not good. Yeah, I can. But you could age it. And what what, what but flavors but what, are you looking for, though, in well, a what really you're looking well for, What you're looking aged. for in this beef, when you, what you're looking for in this beef, you're looking for the marbling and the steak. Mm-hmm. Because after aging it for a certain process of time or a certain point of time, you're gonna see the, you're gonna see the marbling. You're gonna see it actually in the steak. Okay. As you purchase the steak, you're gonna see that, and you're gonna see a difference of what you're gonna. If you go to a grocery store and you buy a sirloin steak, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's a completely red, fresh-looking steak. Yep. But you don't see any. With no veins run, no exactly. marble veins that running marbling through. Marbling is what gives it flavor. All you're gonna see because that's what renders out when you cook. Yeah. Like yeah. you get it hot enough, that fat renders right. down and. So flavors. what's gonna happen in the marbling? The what's gonna happen in the aging process is gonna create that marbling, which creates the, the the little fat vein mm-hmm. in the cells and the beef, which are gonna create the flavor in the beef, which is gonna create the uh, tenderness and the juiciness of the steak, because they're all gonna mix as one. Mm. So if yeah. you take if you just take a regular steak that you look at and it's just a just a basic red steak, you've got nothing in that steak that's going to create any kind of like flavor. a flavor. No, you got to season the basically. dickens out but of it. But then everybody's flavor is different. Sure. So you, would, so you go ahead. No, uh, do you just have steaks or do you have pork? We do you have, have pork. We also make uh, a lot of sausage in the house that we make fresh. Oh. We make a boudin. That boudin. I've come up with a recipe that we make a boudin. Mm-hmm. We make a Cajun boudin with crawfish. Ooh. Mm. We make a Phenomenal. beef boudin. Phenomenal. And what we do with those flavors, we just incorporate a lot of different flavors. A boudin, if you're not familiar with a boudin, nope. it, it, oh, it wow. has rice in <laughs> with what? sausage. It's a meal in itself. Yeah. It's it's a a I don't know what a boudin is. Boudin oh is, is basically a Cajun recipe. Okay. So you take you take your rice, you mix it in with your seasoning and your your meat, 
It's all and fresh. What we though, do, we do. We do a, a crawfish with all natural ingredients. No, right. Nothing added. I mean, it's just phenomenal Onion, seasoning. We can't keep it. When he makes it, it's is fine. it a a one piece sausage or yeah. is it a mm-hmm. dish? It's a sausage. tube steak. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's got the crawfish it's and the rice and everything in right. tube steak. But well, yeah, sure. It well, not yeah. Right. That sounds yummy. Not in the slang. And it adds a little bit of spice because yeah. you put the jalapenos and different seasonings in there. To mm-hmm. He grows it. the jalapenos. How, add how often? When do you guys have that? All the time. Yeah. And so, it, except when my son's home from college, he gets it all. Well, actually, oh, we try to actually when we yeah. first started out, we bought this from several companies in Louisiana we that made this. It. And so I started doing a little bit of research on how to make the mm-hmm. boudin sausage and make it fresh. Right. And so we mm-hmm. use all fresh ingredients when we make ours, and we don't buy anything. People come from all over. Yeah. Is it people from Louisiana, people, Cajun, yeah. say it's the best and the thing about boudin they've ever had. Enterprise or, or working enterprise, you have... Fort Rucker, which you have people from all over. All over. Right. Mm-hmm. So when people come in, you know, they're from different parts of the country, and they really and they understand these strongly. flavors. Oh, yeah. There's some, yeah. There's yeah. some strong so they're not playing. They're folks not playing. out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of <laughs> yeah. times it's really a challenge for you when you make something like that, mm-hmm. and people come in and buy it because they're used to certain things that they and they've seen it all over the place. Right. They've had right. the real deal. They don't want some nonsense. Now, right. how do you cook? So, I would buy this, and then it sounds like it's a meal all in one. How do you cook it? Well, on basically on a, well, ba- yeah, basically on a, any any kind of sausage you or just about heat uh, it up. boudin. Mm-hmm. Or the dang. thing about boudin, you cook it probably about 90%. It's, it's pretty much so it's cooked. about 90% cooked. So yeah. You take it just, just like you would a sausage outer. and put it on the grill, and, and, okay. and you cook it. The thing you have to understand about boudin, boudin does have rice in it. So, so it will explode. It's if a you different <laughs> texture. Yeah, don't cook that in a microwave or no. you're going to be cleaning a lot. Well, yeah. well you can. But you, you can, but Do just it 15 seconds at a time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but They're on you the grill, get a, You get a completely different flavor in boudin. Yeah. Oh, it's so divine. It really is. I don't want to... Mm. Man, you know, I can talk about that. Ugh. No joke, I would talk to you for hours about that. Because actually... Boudin. About boudin? About any... Any meat stuff at all. Yeah, Justin loves I've got loves, a competitive barbecue well, team that I'm on. And oh, that's right. Well, we brought you some barbecue sauce, as a matter of fact. Some course and cattle Oh, my gosh, sauce. your own label? Yes, ma- Oh, yeah. That's what? incredible. That you is awesome. You never had my barbecue Get sauce. Get town. No. I've been making this barbecue sauce. You can go on the website, read the story. I've been making this barbecue sauce for how old am I? Wait, don't answer that. Um, 26. Yeah, I've been no, making this barbecue no, sauce. Like oh, my word. So you've been over, making it for five years. Over 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a toddler. Put that so, wine down. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've been selling this barbecue sauce, actually, or not selling, sending it out to people um, all over literally the country for 20-plus years. And so when we opened the store, we were encouraged to bottle our barbecue sauce since we're doing a butcher shop. Why not? Right. Absolutely. Um, so... We sell it, and it's been very popular, and people seem to like it. That's you know, awesome. It's, it's okay. That's the ticket. <laughs> I mean, I read the ingredients, and there's not well, a whole lot of no, like just it, random bullshit in no, there. It's no, it's all natural. I mean, it's it's there's yeah. There's no calories. preservatives. Mm, none. Well, the thing no. about the sausage and the boudin that we do in the house, we do. You all cannot have a glory moment, can you? With the, with the barbecue sauce, I can't have my glory moment. Get off that pedestal, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about sausages. <laughs> yeah, step down. <laughs> 
I'm going to sit down. Oh, man. Okay, so we've got the boudin, we've got the, you, which you make in-house. We've got a barbecue sauce that you guys make in-house. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you guys make in-house that is just corks and cattle only products? Twice baked potatoes that are oh, divine. Yeah. We sell out of those every week. Um, I think Alan, and here's the bad thing. I taught Alan how to make these, and he makes them better than me. My kids even say, Mom, can you please not make those? Can Mr. Yeah. Alan <laughs> make those? Yeah, <laughs> put together some baked potatoes for Fabulous. Well, the thing about yeah. anytime you put something together, the food item, you, you kind of, if you cook enough food, you kind of understand the flavor. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And you really, there's mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't really have a recipe. You just understand I, what people like. I, I've been cooking for like the last two years, and I haven't looked at a recipe at all. I'm just winging it. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, this this will probably be better. You know, and, and maybe from week in and week out, they're different, but they're all going to, in a lot of ways, they're all going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we look at things. We, we both like to cook. And, and eat. you know, the things that we do within the store that we present to the customers are things that are unique to us. Absolutely. It's just like going to, like, a motorcycle shop to get a custom bike built. Right. You don't want every, I mean, you don't want to go, the reason you go to Corks and Cattle to get what you're getting is because you don't, well, you don't you want know, everything here, that everybody here, else is already well, doing. Well, the other side of Corks and Cattle is that when you come in there, you're going to get personalized service. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're going to get these two yahoos. <laughs> Sorry about well, that. Yeah. <laughs> but don't tell them your first name because they won't forget it. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about that is that you, you build a customer base on your reputation. And your reputation is basically Absolutely. everything about who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when people come in and you know what people like and you know what people want and you kind of cater to that and, you know, as you grow in the business, you understand your customer base and, and you cater to that. You know when a customer comes in that they're a repeat customer or a new customer, mm-hmm. you talk to them. Yep. What do you like? What do you want? What are you looking for? Yeah, because right. every person that leaves there is going to advertise for you in some yep. capacity, right. whether it's well, positive or negative. Absolutely. And you're going to get as many, you know, you hopefully you don't get as many negative reviews as you do get positive. But, sure. you know, even with the negative reviews. There's a lot of assholes in this well, world. Well, <laughs> social the media that, is But the thing about that, yes. you build off your bad. negative reviews because you understand that we're not perfect. Yeah. You know, we're going to make mistakes. And, you know, people going to come. And not everybody's going to like you. Sure. And so well, you, you're not a corporate. You're a family-owned business. Right. It and is, so you, you take know. those negative views and you build off of those, but you also take the positive views and you build off those as well. And so you you get to know your customer base and you get to know the people and you, you get to become a personal business because anytime you're in a small business, you're about the people that you serve. Right. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a key goal. Well, you go it's from not having... about you. Yeah, you go from having customers to clients where you have to have right. a personalized experience for each one. We're like cheers. And word of mouth, name. you know, you right. can, really you can advertise all you, you want. You got like a post office yeah. worker yeah. just yeah. chilling yeah. there. Yeah, we kind of do. do. But, you know, word of mouth is <laughs> great. Boston. But yeah. you, you really have to build off of every customer. Okay, so I'm a customer now. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm cutting off the customer service because I've been staring at this wine for the last 20 minutes yeah, and there's yeah, we've got it. here. Please, yeah. I need to know. Okay, so here with wines, and I know this mm-hmm. is your passion, Dina. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not, I call them winos. There's people that know yes. everything of, about wine. That's like wine. the dude that gets off the train. But, I know. Me, but that's what I've always called Dina. I've called her a wino. But let me chime in on that because a lot of times, you know, you know Dina is very good with wine. She but. can go to any bottle of wine that we have on the shelf. And find something good about it. 
No, she can tell you about the wine. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. Oh, I know. Not that good. You are that, that good. good. She can, but she can tell you about the wine and about the grapes. And so what I've learned from her, you know, to take that wine and what you basically do is listen to the customer that comes in the store. What do you like? Hmm? What do you want? What are you looking for? And that's one of the key things that I've learned from Dana. That's good advice for any business anywhere is figure out what – Somebody walked in your door, you figure out what in the hell they want well, and we figure out whether you're the one to get it for them too. or if not. Well, and a lot of times people have to understand you can't get everyone sure. because you, you have people that travel all over the world. Yeah, and you're in Dozen. You or enterprising. Yeah, and you can only get certain wines, but you can listen to them and understand get them what close. they like in a wine. And you can take the end of the good thing about us having a wine and craft beer bar in the back, you can let people sample those mm-hmm. wines. You gotta right. get back in the microphone. Yeah, come back. <laughs> Don't drift okay, off. So Don't do drift off. Test, testing one, two. What would be your like? I'm just gonna let you rap about wine because we've got wine on the table and we've got mm-hmm. cheeses. Yeah, the spread is incredible so right now. So, what are what are your like? What are your go to? What are your Dina corks and cattle rules about wine? Like, okay, well, the first rule is it's not about me. It's about the customer. Sure. So it may not be a wine I like. But it's going to be what the customer likes. No, so we selling have a, a bunch of jam of jar out there. Okay. No, but there are those people that do like jam jar. Sure. So, but it's not my thing. But I'm not. Wine is very. Um, thank you, Ellen, that for interjecting. <laughs> yes, that's often the word I use. Um, yes, it, it is. is. Wine is very subjective. It, yes, he has learned. Um, it's like art. Yes, it's like art. Um, it is to each his own. There's mm-hmm. no wrong or right in wine, and that's part of why I wanted to open this business because people are, in, like we said earlier, intimidated. And oh my word, Lamar Allen, you're out of wine. So we're gonna. And you would say that on air. Thank you. Oh, and Justin's out <laughs> oh, yeah. of wine. So okay, I ran out of whiskey, have, so now I've switched we, it up. Oh yeah. I'm trying so to rehydrate with this. I, of course. Charlene, yes, ma'am. Yes. I got it. I'll here, do it. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell okay. Me Straight so, up passing wine um, bottles. What are we drinking? Okay, what is we are this drinking. Wine? This is Fritz Zimmer Peace Porter Cabinet. It's German uh, Riesling wine. I predominantly love German is yes. German wine is predominant. I love Rieslings from Germany because that's where it's very. Um, it is. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, Good. Well, not that. <laughs> better, good, better. It's better. It originated. This this grape originated, or is there's another word? That's, it's indicative um, to the culture there. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, yes, but, it, yes, but um, anyway. So this is a German Riesling, and there are levels. You have the Ausliche, the uh, Specialiche, and then you have the Cabinet. Cabinet's going to be a more dry Riesling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the good thing about this Riesling is that. If you will notice, any cheese that we have on the table is going to go great with this off-dry Riesling. Indigenous, and that is the word. Why, uh, why cheese and chocolates? What, uh, what is I'm it about bring cheese? Chocolate. What, I know, you're crazy. There's always Hershey, mm-hmm. like gold the nuggets. Dark, the dark, the dark yes. chocolate. Why, why cheese and chocolates? Um, because they really help bring out the flavor of the wine that you're drinking. Um, my whole thing about wine and pairing is... You don't want the wine to overshadow what you're eating. You don't want what you're eating to overshadow the wine. I mean, okay. Teamwork or, or makes craft the dream beer, work. Or craft beer. I mean, either yeah. way you go. Um, you want whatever it is. And what's funny is that you can have a really spicy meal, like a Thai meal, something that's really hot, spicy. Put something sweet with it. Put this off-dry Riesling with it. Amazing. Okay. Hops together. 
This Riesling, though, will go with, we've got a Havarti, a Gouda, a Blue Cheese. Watch his headphones. And this um, this Riesling will go with any of those cheeses. Okay. And we also carry a lot of cheeses from Thomasville. Um, what is the name? The sweet, sweet Cream. Not Sweet Cream. Uh, shoot. Hang on. I have to Google that. Cause have you tried these cheeses? No. Bottom. Yeah, this one, this this well, this Gouda especially is going to go really well with that. Uh, I'm not a blue cheese dude. I love blue cheese. I love it too, and it it takes it takes a mature person to like blue cheese. That's right, maturity. Did you hear that? Yeah, I made a fart joke. I don't mean like old. I mean like like, (laughs) obviously not that dude. (laughs) I would have closer to the mic, please. (laughs) Um. It's funny because when you do like Sweet study, study radio, yeah, you would never they tell you eat. Don't eat. No, on you the would mic. never eat or drink on the microphone. That's why this ain't the radio. Like ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually not like blue cheese at all. I definitely wouldn't eat it by itself. Like I would have it like in yeah. A, like I don't like. Have you I'd, tried it with that raisling? I'm about to right now. I tell those goons when they try to bring it out on my buffalo chicken salad, uh-huh. get that out of here. Uh-huh. I don't want those crumbles. It's yeah. so good. This one's creamy too. It's not uh-huh. crumbly. It's delicious. That, now, I have noticed when you go to Corks and Cattle, what mm-hmm. I do love is you can order a cheese platter. Yes, and this would be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. so you can sit there and you can have your wines, you can try your different wines, right. and you can also have a cheese platter. That's so awesome. It's delicious. Now, this one is from Roth, but we also have uh, cheeses from Sweetgrass Dairy out of Thomasville, Georgia. Um, they have some great cheeses. They have a Georgia Gouda right now, and they have one that is like a... Um, Almost like a brie. Mm-hmm. That that's actually we have. A, a new business that's picking up steam is local like cheese plants. Well, not plants. And we, we do yeah. our best at Courts and Cattle to incorporate all local businesses that we can. We have fresh honey from New Brockton. Mm-hmm. We have um, Southern Craft Creamery out of Mariana that has ice cream. They mm-hmm. have a dairy farm. And ironic story, they were great friends and lived next door to people in Thomasville that had the Sweetgrass Dairy. Oh. Who did do the cheeses. So awesome. they were best friends. Their kids grew up together, and they've separated ways because they moved you know, mm-hmm. from one part of the southern country to the sure. other. Um, but, yeah, um, Sweetgrass uh, yeah, Sweet Creamery does this ice cream, and they have a neighboring farm that does fresh fruits and all. So when they do their strawberry they ice cream. They it all locally. Yes. So it's all no. local. Yummy. Most of what we do, a lot of what we do is local. We do. We, we, do, we, we try to do a lot of local businesses. You know, when, when we do craft beers, what we consider local is anything. In the south. In this part of the Sure. Yeah, if you can it's drive, close, drive to, there and back to, in, yeah. in a but day or two. We do, we do carry beers from different parts We have of casseroles, well, though, from um, Lake Martin area. Mm-hmm. Sweet little couple makes them in their certified kitchen, drives them down to us. Amazing. My That's children, I've always made everything from scratch. Right. My children tell me that, wow, this is better than yours, mom. Uh, and then, yeah, so, I'll yeah. be honest. I am that person that won't have a lot of interferes. But one of them is like when you go to a wine and cheese or meat shop, mm-hmm. I won't ask the questions. Like, I, like if they have a freezer, because you know when your mom at the grocery store is like, don't open the door. <laughs> You're trying to read I do that all the time. Well, we so still get I mad. I still feel like I'm going to get my hand Well, we still get mad. People should. will stand there and open the door and Alan's like, it's a glass door. You can see <laughs> through yeah. it. But what, I mean... 
does it annoy you when people ask you like what's in this casserole and what is this casserole and what do people typically use is it when they have company is it for gifts I mean somebody that's been in the hospital Thanksgiving's rolling around here's the bottom line when you ask that question and that's a great question that's a great question Charlene thanks absolutely When a a customer asks you something about your business, you absolutely need to know everything about your business. Absolutely. And you absolutely need to be willing and able to answer that question, you know, whether they purchase your product or whether they don't. I'm so glad I invented my own job for that because now (laughs) if somebody asks me something about the paper that I own, I'm just like, I can make, make it up. up. <laughs> as long as it's not stats, this and that, or whatever. Well, you, I mean, if you're going to Sometimes be, you do that. But if you're going to be selling a product, you need to understand your product and you yeah. need to know your product. Yeah, that's so one would thing. Would you that, guys consider yourselves to be like pretty down to earth? People come in there and you, you're going to, oh, yeah. you would hang out and talk wines and there's Southern. No, absolutely. Or Southern. No they rolled up in here with three bottles of wine to <laughs> kick it and talk for an hour. Nice. It seemed pretty let's laid get back. Let's the second bottle. Let's do Let's do Let's like, yeah. Here's the All right. But here's Here's the concept. Back in a second. Justin. Here's the concept on a small business. Suck it down. When you own a small business and you decide to go into business and you're going to service the customer, you need service to service them. What? Wait a minute. What else is going on? We're talking person? about. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I get you. I get you. I understand. You, you need to understand everything that Sweet you're selling. Sweet little hoe house and enterprise. You need to understand every every product that you're selling. Right. And when when a customer comes in, you need to understand everything about the product that you're selling. I feel like though, if you're new to wine, and I'm just going to speak for the people that are not okay, not very versed in wine. Right. I think wine has always come with this sort of attitude around it, where if you don't know, don't ask kind of thing or you're going to be looked down upon yes. if you don't know and that's the one thing and, th- and that's a great question because we get that all the time you know when a person comes in and, and they and I think Dana touched on this earlier that wine can be very intimidating uh-huh. people look at wine and, and a lot of people look at specifically red wine because you know a lot of people can can go to a sweet wine or white and, and they're comfortable with that they can drink that but a red wine they think is way over their head and so what we do, we try to do and we do we have a lot of vendors come in we taste a lot of different wines and we listen we not only taste the wines that our vendors bring in but we listen to what our customers say when they come in what are they looking for and so as we're tasting these wines, you know, all that's going through your head. Okay, we had a customer come in. They want this, this, and this. So what we try to do is we try to make that product not intimidating. And when somebody comes in and they go, well, I like this, this, and this, we know. Yeah. That we way, you, we already know. We taste a certain wine. Just goes back to knowing your product, and you say, well, I'm not really in the sweet. I like a, a more citrusy. Exactly. Deeper, earthy feel. You're like, oh, you need to go with that small back, or you need to go with. And a lot of times, whatever. customers will go, I'm going to go on your recommendation. And, yeah. You know, and if you blow it there. 90, well, probably over 90% of the time, when those customers come back, they they're going to go with that recommend. They're going to buy that. Well, it's not just that. It's when they come back, they go, I tried that wine. I really love that wine. I really loved your recommendation. I really love that wine. And if you recommend a different sure. wine to what them else at you that got? point, then they're going to take that. Absolutely. And the thing about what we do when we do the wine tastings, we try to, you know, 
not only doing that through the wine tasting we do through the vendors, but the wine tastings we do as the general public, we try to offer a variety. How many? How often do you guys have wine tastings? We try to do this about a once a month. How would I find out about the wine tastings? Facebook. Oh, okay. You so just become Corks and Cattle's local. friend? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you have it on, is it yeah, in the dude, local too? Yeah, most of every event that Corks and Cattle up posts our email. goes yeah. straight to our website. Oh, awesome. Because I'm sneaky. <laughs> okay, so what is, Dina, what is this wine we have right now? Okay, we're drinking a rosé. This is the mess. And a rosé to me Mastonis. is pink. It is, and they. Bro, I'm just. Can mean, I'm just kind of dumbing it down for those people that yeah, don't. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I feel like you're explaining it's a lot. It's a lot of. <laughs> I don't know shit about wines. <laughs> well, it's I basically really a lot of summer wine. Okay. <clears throat> it is actually. It can be derived from several different red wines, and what happens with a rosé is, when they're making a red wine, they just leave the red skin in the vat longer, mm-hmm. and so that brings the color on. So. They're just going to leave the skin in a shorter period of time for the rosé, to make a rosé. That can be a Grenache, it can be a Pinot, I mean, it can be from any kind of grape. Um, This one is from... So it wouldn't be as heavy, because this is a great summer wine. Chill it. Of course, I'm going to recommend in the summer that you chill every single thing you drink, because we live in the South. It's Even some dark red wine? Yes, ma'am. We're not going to do heavy red wines, though, right now. Um, I'll get to that, but... Um, yeah, we're going to do uh, garnache or grenaches, depending mm-hmm. on where it came from. We're going to do some whites. We're going to do some rosés, uh, pinot noirs, even a Zinfandel, which is a perfect and what is barbecue. One, what, and what is the one thing you call these wines? It's a porch wine. Porch wine? That's a porch wine. It's a, it's a, it's a porch sipping wine. So we're getting Dina's rules right now. So what was... Porch sipping... <laughs> What was our first rule? I sit down between the months of May and September. You know, make it, but it, it <laughs> refreshing. You're not, you're, you're not looking to drink something Now, you've given warm. me wine before where you have, it's chilled, but you've also, like, New Age wine, which is, like, my favorite. You put yes, a lime well, in it. How well, do you know about those tricks? Because I drank a lot of wine. Um, <laughs> but, you, I mean, in the South, we do, we need something to make it. You walk outside and your glass has condensation on it almost immediately. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter if it's chilled or not. It's just from the air conditioning. And, and that's exactly. So um, you walk outside, that's going to happen. So uh, most of these wines for the summer are very fruit friendly. Whatever you like blueberries, strawberries, limes, freeze them. Make cut you them a sangria. Up. You make oh, you a sangria, basically, yeah. Oh, and you can do that with white, rosé, red, anything you like. Um, and we're not we're not talking about making it sweet, just making it palatable and mm-hmm. very nice and refreshing. Refreshing is the word and for summer. Okay. What you do so, when you freeze? We need those. to have you guys back in the winter. But it almost is like uh, a two yeah. show. I mean, I mean, there's yeah. that yeah. many wines. We're doing this anyway. We're going to yeah. do that regardless. Okay. Try this rosé with the Havarti, by the way. But what okay. you do when you when she's talking about the different That's fruits wine. and you take those fruits and you freeze them, what mm. happens with those fruits? Those fruits become ice cubes. Mm-hmm. So you drop those fruits in there, but as those fruits start to dissolve, you start to get the flavor of those fruits yep. into the it wine. It starts complementing whatever you're drinking. Right. Well, exactly. especially that new age, but also... Um, Charlene, I know that tannins are a big thing, a big factor for you. Right. And the, here, this is something interesting. You got to leave that bottle open Why? for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, leave it open. Um, I don't care about that. I'm not going to notice a difference. No. All wines you have to leave open for No, just dark reds. No, 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 no I, I don't You know. don't have to. Um, but a white wine and a rosé have less tannins. Tannins come from anything from nature. Tree, uh, bark, leaves, the skin of the grapes. Okay. So you see a white wine is not going to be immersed in those 
skins as long, mm-hmm. nor is a rosé. So that means less tannins. That also means safer and, for Charlene. Yes. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> well, so, that would get you. Right here's another thing. You can tannins are what put the smucker and your the the smucker and your pucker. Okay. Is, uh, you also, all right. Yeah. Better. But you can also take the fruit from the wine and say like. You get certain fruits out of those wines. You could take those same fruits and you could freeze those into ice cubes, mm-hmm. and you could put those into your wine, and they really kind of emanate the wine itself, and they bring out the flavors in those. Plus, they keep in the summertime. You're you're wanting to drink something a little bit cooler anyway. Sure. Okay. So you I, you I, get the best of both worlds. Okay. This leads me to another question. When I read the back of bottles, it says on there like a lemon. It has a, it has, it'll have a melon flavor, or it has a, a hint of blackberry. You're not getting any of that. Or, like, I this don't tastes get, like sticks and okay. dirt. Okay. <laughs> how? What is the trick? Like, how do you taste those you things? You here's the thing about wine, and I think Dana will emulate like this. But the fact is, you're going to get certain flavors from wine, and he's going to get certain flavors from wine. It's, all it's going to be it's going to be subjective. It all depends Sometimes on your personal palate. When we're, when we're tasting wines, we're tasting with the vendors. They'll tell us about the different things of the wine. Dina will get certain things. I will get certain things. It's all subjective to your taste. right to my palate. Right. I have I have one thing to add. Okay. Okay. It's all BS. <clears throat> um, is it? And this is why, yeah. And this when is they why, say they have highs and lows and all that stuff, yeah, I just think that's <laughs> just ridiculousness. Um, I think that, and I shouldn't say that. I'll, I will take that back. I'm, What's your because, professional but, opinion? But, but, well, no, don't do that. Because, <laughs> no, it's just Dina said there's know, nothing, no such thing as palates. Well, I've made it my own words okay. to describe certain wines because, you know. Like we've said repeatedly, it is very subjective. It is all about fruit. your taste. Mm-hmm. It's not about anyone else. What you taste is what you taste. Yeah. If you don't take, your taste grapefruit and mm-hmm. um, so minerality from, you know, Tibet and whatever, you know, seagrass. But wait. But aren't there, there are, I think we talked about this one night at Quirks and Cattle. There are people out there that take the wine and make all the crazy sounds in the glass and breathe yes. into it, huff oh, yeah. into mm-hmm. it, and do whatever and there, that is. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, but they that. can be like, this is Australian. Yeah. This grape is only grown in this province. Yeah, it was in a wood barrel well, with a, like a cedar. One plank of it was cedar. I mean, they're... Right? Those are sommeliers, though. Yeah, sommeliers. You have a degree in that, and I'm working toward that. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Can you do it? Mm-hmm. Like well, I don't know if I can. I'm going to try. <laughs> I know, but can you? But that's what I'm asking you. Can you taste the great, the melon and the yeah, all this? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm working on that. I, I don't yeah, get can. the same things that a lot of people get. Um, you know, we, and we actually have a rep that is a sommelier. And he's intimidating. So, but he's a good Auburn guy. So I'm I'm counting on that. We need to bring him in. Well, we need to bring him in. He's he's scary. Is he? (laughs) He's scary. War Eagle. He's scary. He's hush it, hush it. He's scary, but he's amazing. He's a he's a fount of information. Wow. Basically, you know, based on what she said, you know, which is very true. Everything is very subjective. If you and taste I talk the wine, too much. you taste the wine, like, and I taste the wine, and they taste the wine, we get different flavors. Sure. Because we have different palates. Right. 
We're going to kill this one. I did. It was amazing. Here, we're good. Les Tannen said that this should be better Tell me when to you. stop. 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 <laughs> you can see the service tension on that. <laughs> I'm not only really saying that because, yeah, you know. That was a uh, Yeah, to, you caught to, me in a good week. This just, is a great just week Just to, to let you know, um, we have one of the best rosés I've ever tasted in my entire life coming in, no, no two weeks from now. What is the name of it? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. And okay. It's, it's wonderful. But it's um, amazing. Villa, Villa, <laughs> Villa Versa. Villa Versa. Villa Versa. Mm-hmm. And it's all going to be brought in from France or wherever. Eric Solomon but there again, brings in I mean, so t- many your, your phenomenal. subjective to what people like. This is me liking it, so that means everyone should like Dina's. it. That's These right. are Dina's rules right. right now. I got the what, keys to the what house. Other, what you other know. crazy wine rules? Okay, so uh, whites with white meat. Reds with red meat. Is that still? That throw, that out, throw that out. Throw that, that out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't yeah. Really. Just uh, tell um, me what I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought I knew. But that's what people. That's the general. You know. It's populace. E- I mean, that's the easy way to come up with a rule, though. I yeah. mean, it, well, it we, is. We've actually kept those theories. So. No, we have not. Um, well, I, I totally disagree with that. No, I mean, I will agree. A great Pinot Grigio. Like we really get along. I know. What? Shut up, <laughs> shut up, Charlene. Don't look at me like that. A Pinot Grigio, a nice Sauvignon Blanc. Right. Um, I like to pull things out of my hat, though. That you, An Albarino. Shut it. What is an Albarino? It's an Albarino grape. It is something that you have not experienced. I'll make you try some. It's very citrusy, it very nice. It is by summery. albino people no, in a it is not. region of... That, that would be a white wine for <laughs> sure. Is yeah. it a white wine? Sorry, it is a white wine. Okay. okay. Yes. It's almost very a white wine. wine. Yes. Like yeah. No yeah. other pigment in it. That's, that, no. that's where it gets It's almost from. yellow. Albarino. Yeah, it's very yellow. keep in mind she doesn't know anything about wine. No, I'm just saying I like to pull out a lot of different varietals that you've never heard of because there there are is immense I you mean, really need crazy. to have you ever thought about writing a book like your rules on <laughs> yes Lord, you have y'all know that would be ugly corks and cattle <laughs> no, bottle you etiquette should have, okay so i'll co-author that okay with you. So, so let, me throw just, out, let me just let me say this <laughs> and if you say sub- I'm not you're not allowed to say a subjective anymore. <laughs> I'm taking that word away from you. Yeah, it's over here. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> I'll tell you that was that brother Woodfall. But uh, it's my oh future my furniture. <laughs> she really is very knowledgeable in wine. She is. And she, I just drank all of wine. Well, you're regardless. in the best business. Regardless. I mean when you listen to her talk about wine and you listen to her when we do the wine tastings and when I listen to her when we're visiting with wine reps and she's talking about wine she knows her wine she's always been very and passionate a, I, and i've learned a lot from her by listening to her because she, did, because she always she's very modest and when she says i don't know this this and this but she really does know when it comes to wine yeah and when people come in and and asking about certain wines she's there i always refer to her well, you know i can i can when I'm there by myself, I feed off of everything mm-hmm. that I've learned from her. Sure. And, and I also feed off the things that, that we've tasted and the things that I've learned and the things that we've talked about. But when she's there, she can take, and, and I said this to her today, she can take any bottle of wine that's on our shelf, and we have a big variety of different mm-hmm. wines, and she can tell you about any 
individual wine that's there. Well, Absolutely. And what I think is great, too, is you can talk to the wine expert, the person that probably knows a lot about wine, but you can also you, talk let me to let me. You, let me tell you this. And tell me. But a lot of times, she knows more than what they know. No, she won't She won't admit that, but a lot of times we'll have vendors come in that are from the vineyards, and she'll start talking, and they're like, how did you know that? How did you know, <laughs> how did you know that? Because I do my homework. That's right. <laughs> but we you got to know a, what you're selling. Exactly. We have a lot of small production, family-owned vineyards, and but that's a passion to them, and it's, I'm passionate about that. Because you got that Defuniac Springs wine? Yeah, well, no, we do not. However, we are looking into that. Um, in this area of the country, we don't get a lot of um, – we, yeah, we get it's some scuppling. We get some scuppling wine, yeah. and it's a little sweet. I'm not it's saying, very I'm sweet. Not, I'm not no, saying she knows everything. But I'm saying you can stop there. I 98% just, of the time, she can tell you about any wine that the, we have on our shelf. Small, small production, family-owned wines is, is primarily what we have. And there's a passion in that wine. There's a passion in that family-owned business. Absolutely. And so I love sharing the stories with people that come in about the but family. But when, when I sit there and the, and the people from the vineyard are there, <laughs> and they start talking, and they, they say something, and she comes back with something, and they're like, how did you know that? Right, and I'm then the stupid. wine rep sitting there going, "Just what's it? What's another wine rule?" Okay, so throw out the reds and the whites. Oh, chill let's talk that, about glasses. You got to chill have everything. A, oh yeah, do you have to have different sizes? You got to have sizes? a little fat glass for a, well, for they, red. They do. They do say. They do say that that is. And and I'm not gonna you know because we've talked talked a little bit about oxidation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know anything. Which is very important. Anything that you think might need to breathe, and there's no What's wrong or right. What's the rule for breathing? Well, you can aerate Who it. needs there's, to breathe? There's reds, all sorts of ways around. Reds yeah. need to breathe. We, we all need to breathe. Um, there's reds no wrong or right in this. This is totally. It all depends on what you're strictly, into. The, Take a swig out of it, and if it yeah, tastes it, crazy, let it sit for no, 20 minutes. No, and I don't want to look like an idiot. What do I let like sit on the counter, and what do I not sit on the counter? A lot of a lot of big reds. Like. A lot of big reds. I would decant. Um, just because if you oxidize them, they're going to be better once mm-hmm. they open up. Mm-hmm. I mean, but right. my big thing is take it, put in your, put it in your big, nice glass, swirl it, okay. swirl it while you're talking. Regardless, swirl it, swirl. It. Take a sip, swirl it, swirl it, swirl it. You're gonna, you're oxidizing it. There's some people that you set like decant. an egg timer. You can decant. I mean, so and that's like fine. a Malbec. Am I swirling that? Am I letting well, it sit? I would, I would swirl anything. A Malbec, I actually have gotten this beautiful Malbec in. As I kind of like Malbecs now. Okay, well, we're doing Which wine tasting. Which is so tasting. not in my repertoire. Uh, That's it, a house it, wine. It's a beautiful wine. Absolutely. This should be a house wine. We have a Malbec we're doing tomorrow night for our wine tasting. It's oh, a, there's one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's a fresh Malbec. It is, I mean, they did not uh, age it much at all. Mm-hmm. It is to be chilled. Mm. It's a chilled Malbec, which I think for summer wines, so you chill Pinot Noir, Grenaches, Garnaches, whatever you want for your summer wine, mm-hmm. for your reds or white. The reds, chill at 20, 30 minutes. Pull it out, drink it as an aperitif or with your meal. But this Malbec is specifically done just to have as a fresh Malbec. Chill it, pour it. It is a thing of beauty. Oh, my gosh. You should really come and try it. I, it is I amazing. just amazing. It's amazing. So that's going to be something new tomorrow night. Okay. And our summer sippers wine tasting. You guys Fabulous. have dance classes as well out there, right? We have been what? doing that. Oh, yeah. We what have, else is happening at Course yeah, and Cattle? Break it down at Course and Cattle. We, we have some 
sexy stuff going on in Carson Cattle. Okay, sexy. what is happening? Mm-hmm. Sexy's in right now. Yep. Everything's well, sexy. I've heard that, and I'm just standing back watching. I'm just, you know. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. She's not. It's kind of like Facebook. I'm she a lawyer. She's yes. What? Uh, so, yeah. da- who's teaching dance lawyer. classes? What is this about? When is um, that? Yeah. Uh, when is it? When is it? We've been doing it once every other month. Okay. And is it different? Like Latin dance, or is it oh, yeah. ballroom she's, dance? She's like is a it? specialized dancer, and she teaches three new dances every time. And we'll let you know what the three dances are each time that she does it. She's phenomenal. That's awesome. She's yeah, she's hot, Have you sexy, and, Bonnie? and I know you're about to get married in October. It's coming right around. Are we taking oh, dance classes? Yes. Are you doing a bed dance classes for your? Nah, dude. We choreograph everything in house, actually. Oh. It is a disaster. You sh- just That's wait. Scary. Are you choreographing something though? Are you uh, actually? We've got we've got the mechanics down. We just haven't put them in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, we can. We can hook I you feel up. like you're talking about something <laughs> other than dancing. I know where the storyboard's oh, leading. I just don't know what the scenes are in between. Okay, I got we you. can yeah. hook you up. And Was there going to be like a montage of different musics? Y- no. <laughs> Okay. Those are the best crackers too, the most... by the way. They're just amazing. Um. What kind of crackers are they? <laughs> Some of our, they're, they're, we have, they're really good. We have this Pepper's Farm four pack. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get a cheese tray, you get these amazing crackers. This is my favorite. It's the whole wheat. Mm-hmm. And you get some dance moves with them. So, yeah. well, All that's right. Nice. That's because that's yeah. you're doing that. And that's scary. That's I wouldn't, call them, Remember at the I wouldn't call them dance moves. Learn how to twerk and cork is the corks and cattle. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe not twerking. Uh huh. Yes, twerking. It's twerks and cattle. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you said three wines. This is our second wine. Yeah. Pull this out is the third. Second one. Pull the third. Pull it out. Drink Let's it go. Whip it out, Justin. Please. Oh my God. <laughs> Never getting old. Easy. But these, what other? Okay. But so these two have have less tannins because I know you don't need all the. No. <laughs> we had a bad experience one night. We did not have a bad experience. <laughs> I was with you, and I had a horrible experience. We will not go there. I found out that I cannot drink red wine. No, she cannot. Well, yeah. but also, I cannot light. get the car door down yeah, fast No, enough. you cannot. Yeah, no. We, we, we learned that. Whose car was that? Ours. I thought it was. Yeah. Tim was driving it. My, I mean, Tim Metcalf. Long hair, Tim. Yes. Yeah, that's oh, hilarious. Man. Yeah, yes. and that was the last time we drove me home, and I don't blame him. And poor your t- poor Tim. Oh, uh, so it was bad. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, felt like I had led you down the path. Of, yeah, vomit you know. will actually slide down the window <laughs> and into the and inside so, panel, and then smell of a car door. Yes, it will, and, and then stay smell. there for years. Yes, that smell, it's yes, awesome. It yeah, well, it's so ironic <laughs> that that your Tim had talked about taking the panels off of airplanes and the stuff you find mm-hmm. inside. Yeah, it's kind disgusting. Of, kind of a, yeah. Kind of like that car Kind of was. a fitting. Of yeah. <laughs> it was gross. I've done yeah. that. So I couldn't drink red wine, red wines for Red wine. Red wine is, it's happening. Red wine is rough. Yes, it's happening. <laughs> okay, so summer rules, uh, chill your wines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reds put, and white. Freeze fruits, put them in it. Yes. Uh, if you're going to serve some your wines. wines. Serve, what cheeses would you always recommend to serve? Like you have blue cheese. Whatever you, and you like. Have, um, like we said, we we um, sweetgrass dairy has a veritable plethora of wonderful cheeses. They have that Georgia Gouda out right now. I love Gouda. They have mm-hmm, Gouda is like if you've never had Gouda, this is how I'll describe it because I'm I'm the dummy. It's like a smoky light cheddar. Yeah. 
It's yes. what I make all my mac and cheese out of, actually. I real. Uh, Gouda wow. is so well, good. And shrimp and grits with Gouda. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. It's Phenom- a smooth, it's, it doesn't even have that tang it's got that, that cheddar home, has. Dude, it's like a, the most comforting food a rose, situation. A rose or you like the white we had. Just, or what? Our cheese. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about our cheese. No, you're not. Yes, we and are. No, you're talking about sweaty a, balls. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Whoa. Cheddar cheese. From Munda cheese? <laughs> Let's not bring sweaty that balls. up. Um, we have it. cheddar cheese. <laughs> no, we're rolling with that. We're going live. Oh, my God. I clicked the box. We can do what we want now. You can what? I clicked the box. I unclicked the box. Oh, for a list explicit? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, oh wow. Jesus. Okay, so now what wine do we have now? <laughs> Finish your wines, everybody. This is the best show now we've ever had. This is a garnacha, and... um. Garnacha just means it was produced in Spain. Everybody else says Cornache, she, she on, but it's the same one. Garnacha means Garnacha. it was produced in Spain. In Spain. Mm-hmm. Grenache is, is there a Garnacha section? Because I know there's Pinot and there's like... Yes, actually there is. In my store, there's a Garnacha. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's Garnacha slash Grenache. It's the same. But right. in the Garnacha, mm-hmm. is there different... Is there whites and no, babe? It's 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 red. That's it. This one is red. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Garnacha is a Spanish red wine. Yes. Okay. Garnache is the same varietal in any other country. France does a great one. Um, domestic, we have one. We have them all over, and they're Grenache. Garnacha is just Spanish. Okay. So that's the difference. Same grape. Of course, different climates produce different. Um, wine mm-hmm. so the, this is nice and light chill it a little bit let it get chill try that blue cheese with that okay and so this is red so i'm swirling mm-hmm. swirling and talking Can't, but this is such yeah, a make light little wine tornado is, in the glass swirling a, and talking. this is such a light wine too mm-hmm. but it can still hold up to a great steak oh so also like i was saying earlier Thank it you. is hot weather we don't want to talk about a cabernet sauvignon in yeah. the heat because it's so big and bold but a Zinfandel. It's like talking jammy. scotch in the summer. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, this is even good. though I still drink well, it. With an ice cube, you know. But um, a Zinfandel, which is fruity, jammy. We have some fabulous ones. Thank you, sir. Amazing with barbecue, which right now is you know predominant. We're about to have Fourth of July. Fourth of July. So you want literally ribs. three days from now. So you want this Cornacha would be amazing with it, but a Zin would be fabulous too. Are you guys open? Budget? No, it's good. Good, good. Um, are you guys open you, this weekend? Oh we are. What? Mm-hmm. Did Where? you just eat the cheese off that thing like it was an Oreo? She did. <laughs> she did. Get out of here. I like she the did. cheese better. But she's a warrior. She's a warrior. She's like seasoned. She's a seasoned veteran. She knows what to do. It's all good. This is not my first time. Fair we, uh, This is not With her first radio. That's I'm right. Chomping on these. I'm over here making sandwiches out of these things like they're Lunchables. <laughs> oh, no. We got I lots eat, of crackers. I can eat blue cheese straight up by itself. I know. It's I love oh, it. Like the cracker almost gets in the way. I love it. But those whole wheat crackers are really nice. Are they not? And is this They're, is this garnacha not just really nice and light? It and is. Just refreshing is the term of the summer. Refreshing. Okay, so you hear what we're doing right now. We're sitting around. We're talking. We're talking wines. We're trying different wines. We're having these fabulous cheeses. If you want this exact experience that we're having right now that you're listening to, yeah. just go to Quirks and Cattle. Absolutely. It's that casual Yes. It's that comfortable. You could have a nice dressy date night if you wanted to. You could be super casual and just come in in the afternoon and sample some wines. You can even just stop in before the weekend and pick up a box of cigars if that's what you're into. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, come in, order your steaks that you want to take with you. Come yeah. back in the back, have a nice night, have some wine, some cheese, 
pick up your steaks on the way out and go, and you're all set. Ice creams from um, Southern Craft Creamery, cheeses from Sweetgrass Dairy, anything you want, Ooh. pick it up, leave Caffeine. after you've had a nice glass or two. Or, you know. What are your hours? Yes, that is the summer months <laughs> have been become debatable. Um, we are 11 to 5-ish, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday, 11 to 10, Saturday, 10 to 10. Okay. That's and you have live music yeah. and everything else going um, uh, Intermittently. Once a, once a week. Yeah, well, we this. you got a light, light month next week. Well, we, we, next month. Yes, we do, because it's summer. People are on vacation. Everybody's I mean, we're in the south. We're 85 miles place, from. Yeah, this is the only place in the world where everybody leaves. Like, this the is lake, the most landlocked seasonal city the, you will the ever The lake find. and the beach are so. <laughs> You're right. You know, absolutely. You're absolutely right yeah. about yeah. that. The, the whole lake place and the leaves. Beach. Yeah, yeah the amazing. lake and the beach are right here. Too close to everything. Why not? I mean, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm out of here. Dude, this Thursday night. I'm exactly. I went today, yeah. so I wouldn't have going to deal to with a crowd. It's crazy town. Going to that Walton County toilet water <laughs> that you've been swimming in all day. <laughs> I'm kind of starting to itch now. Yeah, girl. You're lying. Yeah. Quit itching. I didn't lie. I didn't just show you a website that you I made up on my own. You me a Facebook farsity. There is no... <laughs> There is no poop in the ocean water right You are now. full of shenanigans well, right now because I have doo-dooed in that water. Oh, my word. <laughs> Nobody needs to know that you doo-dooed in that water. That's bad. I mean, it wasn't recent. We've all peed in it. You <laughs> yeah. <know that. laughs> yeah, she peed in it literally within the last 12 hours. I did. See? Ain't no shame in this game. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers. This is beautiful. Right. Yeah. Local podcast, episode 21. Check out Corks and Kettle and Enterprise. Yeah, Support does, local businesses. Where does salt water come from? <laughs> it comes from the not, not salt water. Okay. See y'all in a week. And Corks and Kettle ends.